Well, hi everybody, and welcome to Scattered People Number Two. Uh, my name's Phil Moore. I'm posting a devotional um, encouragement for you every day during this coronavirus crisis. And if you missed yesterday when we kicked off, basically I explained that I'm trying to go through the Book of Acts. We'll go through this book whilst we are in this uh, time of uh, terrible crisis together. And what I'm trying to do is help you to understand the Book of Acts. I'm hoping to help you to be encouraged by God, and I'm hoping and praying that God will give me some prophetic insight which will help you to answer the question what's God doing in the midst of this and how can I respond we're in the book of Acts so it will help you if you have a Bible to turn to the book of Acts I'm going to read the same few verses that I read yesterday but comment on them a little bit differently to try and help you Acts chapter 1 I'm starting verse 1 in my former book Theophilus I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his sufferings, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised. That's what we looked at yesterday. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait. We talked about how hard it is to wait and some of the things that God wants to do in the midst of our wait. I'm going to focus on the next few words, uh, which is a specific way in which I believe God wants to work in our hearts today as we wait. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you've heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days time, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. What's interesting is when Jesus talks about waiting, he immediately talks about being baptized with the Holy Spirit. And uh, for those of us that are used to Christian jargon, this kind of washes over us, if you'll excuse the pun, because we don't tend to think of baptism, the Holy Spirit as an odd thing to say. But what Jesus does here is he deliberately likens being baptized in the Holy Spirit to being baptized by John the Baptist. He uses this Greek word baptisma, which literally means washing. And I believe part of what God wants to speak to us about today is this whole concept of being washed by the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, but I feel like I've washed my hands more in the last two weeks than in the previous two months. I'm forever washing my hands. My two youngest children have got chapped hands. They, they've kind of developed eczema on their hands from washing and washing and washing and washing. We are all obsessively uh, d concerned about washing our hands right now. We're learning about putting water and soap on our hands and getting rid of any kind of contamination. And of course, this was part of Jewish culture at the time when Jesus was teaching the, the founders of the church what it means to follow him. They, this word baptisma was actually a Pharisee's word. You come across passages like Luke 11, where the Pharisees get very upset with Jesus that he isn't washing his hands enough before he eats a, a meal. Or, or in Mark chapter 7, they're getting really upset with him that he hasn't washed the pans and the kettles and his hands again. And, uh, and it's all about washing. In our culture, we've not particularly thought about washing and contamination in the same way until now. But suddenly, all across the world, people are obsessively washing their hands and aware of the contamination of potential uh, infection from the coronavirus and from other things. And it's in this context where Jesus is saying, don't leave Jerusalem in the same way that 
where I am in London, I'm not allowed to leave my house today. Literally, do not, do not leave, Jesus says. And of course, that's what many of us are having to live with right now in the midst of coronavirus lockdown. Um, do not leave, but wait. Part of the waiting that I believe God wants to speak to us about today is a waiting of washing. See, um, uh, now we're beginning to understand first century Jewish culture a bit better by being a bit more obsessed about washing ourselves on the outside. We're able to understand what Jesus meant when he said, hey, wait, you need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. You see, um, uh, the the Pharisees and the Jews had a rule. If you were a Gentile, a non-Jew, in order to join the Jewish people, in order to become a part of the people of God, you had to be fully baptized in water. You had to go underwater and come out again to say, I am washing away the filth of my life, of my of my pagan life. John the Baptist said to Jews, hey, you guys need to be baptized as well. None of us are born saved. We need to devote ourselves to Jesus. We need to we need to give our lives to God and ask him to wash us from our sin. And so it becomes really relevant when you start reading what Jesus teaches about the Holy Spirit. When you begin to realize he's the one who washes us. Ephesians 5 talks about us being sanctified by the washing with water. If you look in the tabernacle, there's this big bronze laver where people are washed from their sins using this water. And Jesus uses that metaphor. He says to the Samaritan woman, uh, if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will become like a spring of living water or of running water uh, coming from the inside, cleaning you from the inside out. In John chapter 7, he says again, if anyone believes in me and they come to me and drink, rivers of living water will flow out from within them. So in this season, as we're stuck at home, we're many of us afraid, wondering what's going on. We're wondering, God, what on earth are you doing? It's really important that we come back to some of the things that Jesus teaches us about being washed from the inside. So in Mark 7, one of these big kind of disagreements that Jesus has with the with the Pharisees, he says in Mark 7, 20 to 23, it's what comes out of a person that actually makes them unclean. It's from within. It's from a person's heart that evil thoughts come. Murder, murder. Uh, uh, sexual immorality, theft, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance and folly. All these people come from the inside and defile a person. This is what I've been reflecting on this morning with the pastors of Everyday Church. We met up together for an early morning Zoom prayer meeting and we were we were reflecting on this very thing, this idea that what's happening to us right now is like the ninth plague of Egypt. It's uh, uh, the ninth plague of Egypt. God sent the Egyptians back home by basically blocking out the sun for two or three days so that it says no one could move. No one could move about. They were stuck at home. God made them reflect on the way they were living. Uh, I think the reason we got talking about it as pastors is someone had been sent a meme on social media which said it's almost like the earth has sent us all to our bedrooms to reflect on what we've done. It's like when non-believers start noticing that this is part of what God wants to do, then we should sit up and listen as well as, as, as believers. If you want to make the most of today and the most of this season, I think it is helpful for us to think of it in terms of God, God sending us to our houses to reflect 
on what's going on in our lives. What is it that we need to repent of as Christians? What is it that our nation needs to repent of? And let's get on our knees and say, Holy Spirit, baptize us, wash us, clean us, cleanse us. And I encourage you to do that. I just want to end with this. I've been sent a a message by someone who's been following uh, this series, Scattered People. If if you've got any comments, uh, hashtag Scattered People. I will look at that on any form of social media. I'll see your comments. I'll be able to reply to you. You can reply to one another. I can mention it in the next Scattered People message. Um, but this lady who's, who's, who's messaged me, she, she says, in this season, I'm reminded of a Derek Prince talk that I heard um, where he talked about the three main idols that our modern world worships instead of God. She's saying, and I, I'm inclined to agree with her, She's saying, actually, in this season, it feels like God's putting his finger on our self-worship, our sin of pride that says God's dead. I'm my own God. I can sort out my own life. She says, uh, this pandemic seems to have blown that to bits. We realize we can't control climate, disease, our own problems. We need God. It's almost as if this is an invitation from God to admit that we've play acted at being God, but that he's the real God. She says, I, I also wonder if it's it's addressing our love of money. Ironically, having talked austerity for years, governments are now throwing money at the problem. Stock exchanges are going up and down, mainly down. And it's a reminder that money is a false god which cannot protect us in the hour of calamity. And then she says the third and final idol that she feels God seems to be particularly addressing in her heart and maybe in the hearts of others is the love of pleasure and consumerism. We can't go out and party. We can't go to the shops because they're closed. We can't just accumulate, accumulate because shelves are empty. Interestingly, she says, as human activity decreases and levels of pollution are dropping across the world, we're beginning to see the effects of our greed and consumerism. That's just one lady giving an example of some of the ways in which God might be causing us to reflect. I believe this is what God's saying to us today. I've given you a gift. I appreciate some people are out fighting this virus. I mustn't act like all of us are stuck in today. Uh, May God bless you and may God meet with you in your busyness if you're trying to fight this virus and you're working in frontline staff. But if you're stuck at home, maybe this is why. God calls people to stop, to wait, to listen, to repent of their sin and to say, God, may today be a day where I just bring my sin before you where I even spend time just reflecting on what areas inside of me need to be washed as as intensely as I'm washing my hands and where we say, Holy Spirit, baptize us, flood us, wash us so that we can be what you want us to be. That's enough for today. I'll, I'll come back tomorrow with more scattered people thoughts to try and help you. Let's talk to one another on social media, hashtag scattered people. But may God bless you today and may this day be a brilliant blessing from God to you. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll see you tomorrow. Hope you have a good day.